Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Okay, welcome everyone. This is uh, Victor Pitts. I'm your uh, host of Domain Masters uh, this evening. Uh, Domain Masters is uh, hosted on webmasterradio.fm. We have a great show lined up tonight. We have uh, tonight is going to be our bloggers uh, soapbox 2009 edition. We're going to be joined right after the, a brief uh, commercial break by Michael Birkins, who's the president of Worldwide Media, uh, as well as uh, Michael Gilmore from uh, Whizbang uh, Whizbanglog.com, uh, as well as Elliot Silver from top-notch domains. These are three well-known and highly respected domain bloggers, and they're going to be joining me right after this brief commercial break. So stay tuned and come back after the commercials for an exciting show on Domain Masters. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with Referback.com. They've shown me how to... Referback.com show me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. Referback gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit Referback.com. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Next, with our lean and mean team, how can we manage our publishing needs and still have time to save the planet? No worries, 99. DMX is the premier ad exchange network. They publish ads that circle the globe every day. It's a mission possible. But you know our inventory needs maximum exposure. Would you believe DMX had 10 billion impressions just last month? Their real-time auction-based service gets us the top dollar for our ad space, while their superior service saves us the time we need to save the world. Oh, sorry about that, Chief. But we need creative control and our own third-party networks. And who will help manage our relationships? DMX has MediaGuard. We can select our own advertising banning profile, so direct media exchange networks know which ad types we don't like. And we look great. And did I mention DMX is free? Looks like working undercover is a thing of the past. Get smart. Get DMX. Making every impression count. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology. 
Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. Are you still master your domain? Yes! Master of my domain. Here's your host. Yes, welcome back to Domain Masters. Uh, I'm your uh, guest host tonight, Victor Pitts from Moniker. Uh, we're being hosted on the webmasterradio.fm. We have an exciting show lined up tonight. The theme is uh, Blogger Soapbox 2009. This is where we're going to be doing a little bit of a review of 2008 and uh, and talking about uh, some uh, doing a little forecasting and projections for 2009, some of the things we think they're going to be um, are on everyone's mind as, as the year uh, proceeds. We're being joined by some uh, three very uh, well-known, highly respected uh, domain bloggers. Uh, I'd like to go through and do a proper introduction of each one, and, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and start with some of the questions, and we'll throw questions out there to each of the, uh, the bloggers and, and ask for their opinion and their input, and we'll try to rotate it around and get everybody's uh, views represented. Uh, you can uh, follow along with uh, some of this on uh, Webmaster Radio, where they do have an uh, active uh, chat line. Uh, if you'd like to interact uh, with the show, feel free to do so. Uh, the first uh, the first blogger I'd like to introduce you to is uh, Michael H. Birkins. He's the president of Worldwide Media Incorporated, uh, which owns about 75,000 domains and, and operates a retail site called mostwanteddomains.com. Worldwide Media Incorporated started registering domains uh, back in 1997 before many people were really on uh, to uh, domaining. Since 2007, Michael publishes a widely read domain blog called thedomains.com. Michael's been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and the Miami Herald, to name a few uh, prestigious uh, journals and, and, and news media. Uh, in 2008, Michael became an investor in a domain registrar called NameVault.com, which is an ICANN-accredited registrar organized and operating out of the Bahamas. He holds a uh, degree in law uh, from Stets, uh, Stetson's College uh, of Law and a master's in tax law from the University of Florida. And he practiced on the west coast of Florida for 10 years before getting into the domain uh, business. I also want to add that uh, Michael just celebrated his 20th year wedding anniversary to his beautiful bride, Judith, and congratulations to both Michael and Judith on that. And, uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, the, the next blogger I'd like to introduce you to is uh, Michael Gilmore, who's uh, actually dro- uh, joining us from uh, Down Under. It's, uh, I think, a, a little after 11 a.m. there in Australia. Uh, born in Melbourne, Australia, Michael Gilmore's been working in the uh, BBS, which is a bulletin board uh, systems in the Internet industry for the past uh, 20 years. In the mid-1990s, uh, Michael complete, uh, completed his uh, MBA majoring in e-commerce. During the first years of his MBA, he founded a successful ISP so that he could better understand the economic and technical drivers behind e-commerce. After raising several million dollars in the venture capital market to develop an innovative online marketing technology, Michael was invited to speak at the World Marketing Conference in, in Bangkok, Thailand. Michael later served as a director of the prestigious Australian Internet uh, Industry Association. Uh, the last two terms of which he was elected to the position of vice president. As a member of the board, he contributed to forming policies related to many key aspects of the Internet, including Internet privacy standards, multicasting, cybercrime, copyright, and chaired the committee for establishing online advertising standards. Uh, Michael has developed an extensive portfolio of domains and diligently analyzes statistics to maximize their revenue. He then took his expertise and founded ParkLogic, which optimizes domain name revenue, and WhizBangBlog.com, which discusses domain optimization strategies. Michael, thanks for joining us. 
Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to be here. And last but not least, we have Elliot Silver. Elliot uh, J. Silver was the founder of Top Notch Domains, LLC, and owns a strong portfolio of generic domain names. While studying at uh, NYU for his master's degree in direct and interactive marketing, Elliot learned about the high value of domains receiving targeted type and traffic and how to develop a domain name can ex- how a developed domain name can exponentially uh, increase the traffic and value of that domain. Within the past year, Top Notch Domains has shifted its focus to developing its generic domain names. The company tra- uh, operates travel guides focused on Burbank, California, Lowell, Massachusetts, Secaucus, New Jersey. Additionally, the company operates a comprehensive tropical bird website. Some domain names and websites currently in the top-notch domain portfolio include Lowell.com, Burbank.com, TropicalBirds.com, Secaucus.com. The company plans to continue to make uh, strategic acquisitions in order to grow its online presence. Elliot was recently honored uh, with a Domainer's Choice Award for Elliot'sBlog.com which was voted Best Domain Blog, and a Name Intelligence Award for Elliot'sBlog.com for Best Domain Community. Thank you, uh, Elliot, for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here again. All right. Uh, again, I, I appreciate uh, all of you guys uh, being on the show. Uh, we each know each other and have, have uh, had a chance to talk at, at various trade shows, but this is the, the first time I believe that uh, we've had all of you on, uh, on this radio show and, and particularly all at the same time. But again, what we're, we're really wanting to do with the show is kind of reflect upon uh, 2008, get some of your, uh, your input on what you thought the major takeaways were for the year, and, and, and talk a little bit about 2009. So I'm going to first start it, or pitch the first question out to, uh, to Mike Birkins. And uh, Mike, what was it that stood out in 2008 in terms of events that you, you think uh, significantly impact the domain industry going forward? Uh, well, certainly, uh, thank you, Victor. Uh, certainly the uh, general economy, I think, you'd have to start with. Um, I don't think really any of us uh, saw 2008 coming. And uh, when I say us, I mean not just those in the domain business, but those anywhere in the world. I don't think anybody saw the extent and that 2008 would affect everybody financially. Um, you know, I don't think any of us knew that companies like, you know, Lehman Brothers or Bear Stearns were, you know, leveraging their assets 50 or 60 times to one. Um, and I know Elliot had worked for AIG. I don't know if it was in 2007 or 2008. He probably could give you a better feel, but I'm sure he hadn't seen any of this coming either. And of course, AIG is sort of in the, the middle of the firestorm over there. Um, so I think that's certainly um, the starting point for any discussion about last year. Okay, and, and Elliot, since your name was mentioned, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw the same question out to you. What, what is your uh, standout events for uh, 2008, and what uh, significant impact do you think it's going to have on the domain industry going forward? Well, I, I definitely agree with Mike um, about the economy. That was, that was hugely impactful. Um, and, yeah, I'm very glad that I don't work for AIG any longer. Um, Turned out to be a pretty strategic, well, pretty smart strategic move, even though there was really no strategy behind um, leaving the company. But um, I think that uh, that the end of, towards the end of 2008, middle towards the end, um, it became really challenging to to sell domain names and uh, to to generate revenue. So um, I really think that going into 2008, I was focusing on development a little bit more than I had previously. Um, so it was, it was definitely, that was definitely a big challenge. Um, I also think that the, um, that, uh, I guess the anti-domain 
um, establishments really kind of poked their heads out um, with uh, the snow bill, for one, um, and just a number of lawsuits that seem to be popping up with uh, with regards to cyber squatting and a lot of uh, overstretching um, corporations filing uh, UDRPs to get generic domain names. Um, so it's kind of like 2008 seemed like it was a year that different things started flying at, at domain investors from different angles. And um, we really had to be a little bit more defensive, um, at least in my short time in the industry, um, a little bit more defensive or a lot more defensive than we've ever had to be before. Um, it was just a, it was a, a trying year, I think. Um, and I think most people are probably glad it's over and um, a fresh slate in 2009. Uh, thank you, Elliot. Certainly, uh, you know, I'd love to uh, have a show just to talk about what are some of the reasons you think that uh, the industry is becoming more contiguous in, in 2008. But um, in the interest of staying on, on the schedule for the show, uh, uh, Michael Gilmore, will you tell me uh, what you think uh, the standout events were to, in 2008 that significantly impacted the domain and will significantly impact the domain industry going forward? Yeah, I think it's interesting that the the question of the economy, because uh, although there's obviously been a huge decline in the economy, the online advertising industry still has grown, although um, not as as fast as it it was growing, which means there's still significant amounts of money in the um, online advertising space. But uh, I think the the thing that surprised many people is the fact that. Um, say companies like Google and Yahoo have had massive declines in their share price of like 50 odd percent. Um, they've had to react due to the economy and sort of search around and squeeze every sort of dollar out of what's out there uh, in order to keep on posting positive type earnings uh, for investors. Otherwise, I think they would have been clobbered even further. This has flowed on to like a 30 percent odd decline in PPC generated revenue, um, which I think is then impacted um, revenue sales, uh, sorry, domain sales and things like that because there's less money um, into the domain industry because many domains are purchased by domainers. Uh, so I think that's been the biggest um, sort of impact uh, that we have seen um, in the 2008. In the, uh, in the last uh, quarter of 2008, of course, uh, the main topic on everyone's mind was the economy, as, as we just heard each of you, you know, kind of touch on. Uh, the year was less of a blockbuster than perhaps 2007, but uh, but still there were successful uh, stories, you know, of, for domainers in, in the aftermarket. Uh, do you believe that the domain industry has felt the full effects of the economy, or what do you see in the future for both uh, monetization uh, as well as uh, aftermarket sales, the two predominant revenue drivers in the industry? Um, We'll do it reverse order. So, Michael Gilmore, you want to go ahead and start first on this one? Yeah, I did some uh, analysis, um, and I did a comparison of and uh, of EPC's earnings per click um, versus the Nasdaq and also the Dow. And one of the things I found is there was a there was a enough of a significance between the two that suggested that. Um, uh, that as the Dow and the NASDAQ come up, then uh, we'll obviously see EPCs also rise, um, which I found was quite interesting. The lag about uh, three months, uh, which would obviously suggest that there's um, obviously advertising expenditure uh, projected forward about three months uh, for many of the major companies. Yeah, so I think that um, uh, I think we'll actually begin to sl- come out of the, the, 
obviously the decline we've experienced in 2008. And as we see the Dow and, and the uh, NASDAQ go up, I wouldn't be surprised if we see EPCs go up um, like three months later, which is uh, would be interesting to get some more statistical, um, uh, more statistical analysis on that and uh, as the rest of this year um, goes forward. But it could be an interesting thing to look at. Uh, Mike Berkins, do you do you agree with that? Do you think that the uh, economy has uh, has taken its full effect on on the domain industry, or do you see uh, monetization and or aftermarket sales still being impacted uh, through two thousand and nine? Well, I, I agree with Michael that if in fact the Dow and the Nasdaq you know started to to rise and had a steady rise or a sharp rise at some point this year, uh, I think PPC earnings uh, would flow along with uh, sometime thereafter. Mike says three months, I believe him. Um, but I'm not sure that that's going to happen uh, in 2009. Um, I'm more pessimistic, I think, about the overall economy. Um, I just don't see, you know, where the, I don't see that we hit the bottom. And I think, you know, a lot of it's really dependent on, on jobs and the unemployment rate and where that's going. Um, and as 2008 uh, ended, we had a lot of uncertainty out there regarding, for example, the U.S. auto industry. And uh, although there was a short-term fix given by Congress, um, it's just a short-term fix. I don't see really anything that's turned around and going to make these uh, car companies profitable or secure uh, the vast number of jobs that are directly or indirectly affected by it. Um, I still see a lot of layoffs being announced uh, by major corporations. I even saw the other day that Toyota announced that they, they were going to close uh, some of the, all of their plants, I think, in Japan for 11 days in the end of February because they're slowing down. So I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet. I think the economy's got, unfortunately, a, lot, a long way to go before it recovers, and therefore I think we're going to continue to see reduced uh, pay-per-click revenues, and I think that will filter down to the uh, wholesale uh, domain uh, market quickly. I guess we'll see uh, what that looks like in a few weeks at Domain Fest and how those auctions do. Um, but um, I still think there is a vibrant market for end users uh, who are looking to buy domains to uh, host their sites and get into e-commerce. I mean, they're seeing the numbers from Christmas, and they're seeing that uh, the only uh, positive or bright spot in the whole economy is is on the Internet and is on e-commerce, and I think there is going to be a continued uh, migration uh, into the Internet, and uh, all these people that are coming need uh, good domains for their site. So um, although Elliot said there was a slowing of sales, Towards the end of the year, actually, we didn't see that. We actually saw a pretty robust amount of sales, uh, all to end users, and uh, have a few new deals pending in January. So I think to the end user market, I think there will be continued success. Uh, Elliot, uh, you, you, um, same question for you, and I, I know that you guys uh, developed some, some of your own domains, so you, you have to develop websites. So from, from uh, your perspective, what uh, impact do you think that the economy is going to have on the monetization and aftermarket sales of, of domains in 2009? Well, I, I actually almost completely agree with Mike Birkins um, and his assessment. Um, I am ever an optimist in, in just about everything, 
But when it comes to the economy, um, the current state of the economy, and uh, the economy in 2009, I'm pretty pessimistic. Um, I really don't think the the Christmas season was very good at all. Um, I know that there seems to be a lot of jobs um, lost in New York, um, and I'm sure that's the case everywhere else. Um, I just think that we have a very there's a I'm not a technical person with the with the stock market, but I think that we've got um, a rally going into the new year. People are excited about the the new president and his uh, his team, um, but I really don't think the numbers are going to justify it. I think that we'll probably end up um, as low or lower than we were earlier this year um, once the earnings start coming in. So in general, in terms of the market, I'm, I'm pessimistic. Um, but like Mike said, um, I don't really have um, thousands or even hundreds of domain names. I've got a couple hundred now, actually probably like closer to 300 um, domain names. Um, and uh, my, my focus, most of my domain names are related to the developed websites that I have. Um, and uh, so I don't really see the, the end user sales as much as, as Mike would. But I do um, speak with a number of people in the industry, um, many of whom have, uh, have very large portfolios, and I do know that end user sales um, are still happening, and they're happening pretty, um, pretty steadily. So I think that people, re- people want to be online. They know they need to get a really good uh, – most people know they need to get a really good domain name. Um, you can either buy, buy a great domain name now and um, worry less about the marketing aspect of things down the road, or you can – Build a website on a uh, average domain name, and then spend hundreds and hundreds or thousands of dollars um, marketing your your brandable domain name to the community um, because people probably won't remember it. So, I actually had a conversation with someone out in Burbank today, and we were just discussing um, Burbank.com and the competition. And there are a couple of websites out there that are um, doing similar things to Burbank.com, but they're not Burbank.com. They're uh, they're different versions with um, with different keywords. So my thought was, you know, this company is going to struggle because no matter what happens with their their business, people are going to hear, oh, go to whatever Burbank.com, and if it's lost over the phone, they're going to end up on my site, which is a developed website, the developed business directory. Um, so I really think that having the, the, the keyword domain name is essential to, um, to, the, to the online success that a company will have. And um, I, I see companies, small and large, turning to online advertising because obviously you can track your return on investment. Um, people want to be more accountable um, for their marketing, and it's much easier to turn off an online advertising campaign than it would be to turn off a television campaign or a direct mail campaign. So. I really think people are going to be uh, moving towards the online to, to the trackable um, even more than they have, um, and I think that locals where it's at. So that's kind of where my focus is. Uh, looking back on on 2008, there was uh, gosh, there was there was a lot of changes that happened in that year. Besides the economy, uh, changes with regards to the, the general position and stance and and the role that I can plays uh, or is playing more of these days. Um, there's the price changes that, that happen uh, with the registries as well as some uh, some changes they've made in terms of uh, uh, domain tasting. Um, so as, as you look back on 2008, 
um, what expectations or predictions uh, did you make um, in January of 2008 that turned out to be right and which expectations turned out to be wrong? Um, Mike Perkins, you want to start this one first? Uh, sure. Um, I had just started blogging back uh, in uh, towards the end of last year, so actually I don't think I made any predictions for 2008. Um, I did make some predictions for 2009 uh, in December. Um, however, um, as I said, I don't, I don't. Again, I don't think any of us saw 2008 coming, uh, so I'm not sure I would have really predicted uh, that well. Okay. Um, well, we'll, really we'll hold off on the question. 2009 projections because we're going to. That's going to be our last question. Sure. <laughs> uh, how about Michael Gilmore? How about uh, you got some uh, predictions, uh, expectations, or predictions that you made in January of last year that turned out to be uh, right or or wrong? Yeah, I actually stood up at I think it was traffic and did a presentation and um, at, a, at a, a slide which is basically it, it uh, had a graph going up. And then it went down, then up again. And I said, this is what's going to happen to the domain industry across the next um, 18 months. And in fact, the, the length of time will depend whether it's 18 months or uh, it could be two years or, or more, depending upon how we as an industry react. And I, I, I suggested there was going to be a recession. This is in the middle of, um, I think everyone was in the euphoria at the time. And so I was actually selling down domain names. Um, and uh, selling down my portfolio, and people were saying to me, oh, you're not doing that. Why are you not? This is going to go up forever. And I have a general rule is when uh, people say it's going to go up forever, I immediately start selling. <laughs> and the second rule is when you see multiple magazines in a niche, niche industry come, then you definitely sell um, sell down a portion. So you can enjoy the ride upwards. But I think the critical thing was the downtrend. Uh, I actually predicted a recession would hit. And I think the reason why is, is because largely uh, due to the way our industry behaves. The fact that we don't have things like standards, we don't have transparency, uh, we don't have the basic fundamental mechanisms which uh, reassure investors in any sort of marketplace that they'll get a return on their investment. Um, it, it'd be like buying a stock in a publicly listed company and uh, they never have to produce their results. That just doesn't happen. Well, in our sort of game, uh, I remember I stood up another conference and I um, tossed a coin a number of times. And I said, maybe wondering what I'm doing. And I then said, well, I'm trying to work out what I'll be paid at the end of this month for my PPC revenue. Because there is no sound metrics or sound methodology behind that. It is, I hope I do get paid. And those sort of things scare investors away. So that's why I predicted there was going to be a recession. Uh, I, what I did anticipate was the downturn in the economy would lengthen that particular um, time uh, for the recession. But ultimately, I'm still very bullish about it, that it will go up. It will go up again, but it will shake out a lot of people in this industry and is shaking out those that particularly have um, equity investors who want to return their investment now or uh, realize some of their losses, um, and or people, particularly people who have leveraged um, their portfolios, um, I think those people are in a bit of a jam at the moment trying to fund some of the debt and so forth. But um, that was some of my predictions anyway. Okay. And, and Elliot, uh, what about you? You'd like to go on board. What were some of the expectations, predictions that uh, you made in, in January 2008, um, and did they turn out to be right or, or wrong? Well, I, I 
was looking back earlier today on my blog to see if I did make any predictions, um, but it turns out I didn't. So um, I, I remember thinking at the end of 2007, to, to coming into the, the year, that um, that I didn't think that the market would be as strong as it as it was at the time, um, and I didn't really um, I didn't really think that domain sales would be able to sustain. Um, would be a, a strong enough revenue stream to completely sustain my company. So um, towards the end of 2007, I, I ended up purchasing Lowell.com, um, seeing the success of people like David Costello and Jeff Bookstaff and um, many others in the geodomain space. And I wanted to build a, a website and actually learn about building a website first, but then build a website that I could sell advertising to local businesses. Um, it was going to be a learning experience because... Um, I, I had some strong domain names that were uh, for sale um, going into 2008, so I knew that I didn't really need to focus on generating revenue at first. Um, so basically I went into 2008 just really trying to diversify the revenue streams and uh, grow another revenue stream. Um, although I haven't generated a whole lot of money um, compared to domain sales with my, with my geo domains, um, it is definitely an up-and-coming and growing revenue stream for me. And uh, I just began soliciting advertisers um, this past week. So um, within 2008, as the economy was getting worse, um, I would focus my efforts on development. So I was able to launch Lowell.com, Burbank.com, and TropicalBirds.com, um, all of which are generating revenue right now. Um, so I really think that, uh, that for me, I'd never really relied on parking um, as a source of revenue. Um, so I figured I'd grow my... I didn't have the opportunity to have a lot of huge domain names that, that received a ton of type and traffic, so there really wasn't going to be any PPC earnings um, that would be substan- substantial, but I figured I could get um, second-level second domain names, like two-word domain names that were still very good, um, but build them out and increase traffic that way, such as tropicalbirds.com. So that's grown from zero traffic to um, anywhere between like 90 and 150 uniques a day. So that's uh, that's kind of how I um, predicted 2008 would be. Um, can't say I was on the money. I didn't think there was going to be a recession. I didn't think it was going to be as bad as um, it turned out to be. But um, I kind of fortified my business a little bit by um, spending the, the revenue uh, on uh, developing my website. Uh, thank you. And, folks, again, I want to remind you, you're listening to uh, Domain Masters on uh, webmasterradio.fm. Uh, we're going to break for a, a quick uh, commercial, uh, and when we're, we're coming back, we, we're going to wrap up with our, our final uh, questions. We're going to ask our panelists, uh, what are the important lessons in 2008 that domainers should learn from? And we're going to ask them to uh, go on the limb and, and make a prediction right here on Domain Masters. Uh, prediction for 2009, and, and hopefully we'll have them all back uh, in 2010 to review this year and, uh, and see how well they did on, on their uh, predictions. So again, uh, please uh, stay tuned. We're going to uh, drop off for a commercial break. We'll be right back uh, to Domain Masters, where you're, uh, you're listening to the uh, Domainers uh, Soapbox uh, 2009. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. 
Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah. GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. From Fort Lauderdale, Florida. WebmasterRadio.fm. A service of new gen broadcasting. We're everywhere. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one set, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Find the WebmasterRadio.fm Web 2.0 watering hole and have a drink on us. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Find us now on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. This is uh, Victor Pitts. I'm a moniker. I'm uh, the guest host of Domain Masters uh, right here on webmasterradio.fm. Uh, tonight, uh, we're having uh, Blogger Soapbox 2009, where we're joined by Michael Birkins of Worldwide Media, Michael, Gil- uh, Michael Gilmore from uh, Whizbang Blog, and uh, Elliot Silver from Elliot's Blog. Uh, I want to thank you all for uh, uh, coming back after the show. We're, we're going to wrap up here with, with two more questions, and, and the, the last two questions we'll ask them at the same time is, what are the important lessons in 2008 that domainers should learn from? And I want to ask you also uh, to uh, go on a limb and make a prediction for 2009. What do you think are going to be the uh, things that are going to most affect this industry in 2009, um, predictions that you'd like to make? And, and hopefully we'll have you back in January of next year to see how, uh, how many of them came true. Uh, we'll go ahead and start it off with uh, Michael Birkins. Mike, uh, you want to go make your first prediction or tell us what's uh, the important lessons from 2008? For the, uh, the important lessons of 2008, I mean, I think there's, there's obviously many. Um, for one, I think, you know, we all, uh, everybody, domainers and, and those not in domain business, need to be very cognizant uh, and, and in control 
of, of their finances, uh, their business, their money. Um, we just saw uh, a guy in, in New York uh, um, make off with uh, $50 billion of other people's money, uh, who they basically just trusted would uh, invest it for them and thought they were you know, fully invested and fully secured and found out they really had a bunch of nothing. Um, I don't think, you know, going forward, people are going to be as trusting. I certainly hope not. Uh, and, and just expect uh, that, uh, you know, things are going to be okay if they don't have full control over their uh, assets. Um, I think, um, you know, for 2009, we're going to unfortunately can see a continuation of a lot of enforcement and regulation and um, anti-domain forces that Elliot referred to in his opening. I think Elliot said, thank God, 2008's over and we could start the slate off kind of clean in 2009. Unfortunately, I don't think we're in that situation. I think uh, we start off 2009 on a continuation of 2008, which means although the snow bill uh, was defeated, I think there will be a new bill in 2009 which uh, will, will, will not be defeated, and I believe that bill is going to uh, so somehow expand uh, what's currently covered under trademark law, and I think it's also going to wind up providing for criminal penalties uh, for violation, whereas now it's basically just a civil law. Um, I think you've got a very active organization in the Coalition Against Domain Name Abuse that's been very busy in 2008, uh, recruiting uh, very uh, high-profile, well-funded uh, members. Um, they've held uh, a bunch of uh, meetings and seminars and um, get-togethers uh, for their membership where they've rallied the troops. and. Uh, are you know it's basically staking out their positions and claims for 2009 and they'll be at capitol hill and they will be uh, banging the drum uh, against uh, basically domains um and uh, you know we of course as a as a whole body we, we you know we have this uh, we've caused this problem to some extent to ourselves so we have you know very reputable people um in the business and then there's a lot of people in the business who have engaged in improper conduct, which is causing this problem that I think is going to find uh, more regulation on 2009. I would expect to see congressional action. I expect to see um, an increased amount of uh, WIPO actions, um, and I expect to see a lot more uh, uh, saber-rattling from uh, Candace along the way. Um, Another, you know, another thing is this Kentucky seizure action, which came out in, uh, I guess, October or so of last year. It's up on appeal, and the appeals court is supposed to be issuing its ruling in the next few weeks. I, I expect that the Kentucky Court of Appeals is going to reverse the order and uh, say that uh, the state cannot regulate the Internet in such fashion and it cannot seize domain names. Um, I would expect that to occur within the next 30 days. Um, if for some crazy reason that order gets upheld, then this industry is really going to be turned on its ear real quick uh, because uh, at that point any real jurisdiction anywhere in the world basically can pass whatever regulation it wants on the Internet and in domains in particular. Uh, so we're all hoping that Kentucky 
Court of Appeals does the right thing and uh, throws the action out on the grounds that it's unconstitutional. And uh, the last major event, I think, for 2009, again, besides the general economy, which I think, you know, again, will continue to decline, causing PPC rates to decline and is going to lead to a lower wholesale um, prices being paid for domains, uh, maybe more domain availability of good domains as people won't be able to afford to hold them. Uh, those who are highly dependent on PPC revenue might see them starting to shed their portfolio some. Um, and um, I think, you know, the last thing that um, we can look for in that is um, the uh, ICANN action and, you know, how far they get with the proposal of hundreds or thousands of new domain extensions. Uh, last year, uh, they proposed basically an unlimited amount of new GTLDs. Um, during the comment period, which just ended in January, they got a lot of pushback from the Commerce Department, from a lot of large corporations, and of course from a lot of domainers, including myself. And, you know, we don't know what their reaction to that is going to be. They could just push forward with it. Um, the introduction of hundreds or thousands of new extensions, really nobody knows what the effect of that will be. I mean, we can all guess at it. I think that it will have uh, some effect, uh, I think a fairly good effect if that plan is allowed to occur on existing domain values. Um, uh, whether or not ICANN will slow up the procedure, which is my guess at this point, for at least a year, uh, which will be helpful to all of us. Um, that would be my prediction. But depending on how that goes, that's going to have a huge impact, I think, on the domain business, uh, not only in 2009, but forward. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. We're going to now pass the uh, baton uh, down under to uh, Michael Gilmore joining us from Australia. So, Michael, uh, what do you think are the important lessons uh, in 2008 that domainers should learn from, and, and what predictions do you make for 2009 for this industry? Yeah, I, I would concur what um, Mike said before, just on the legislative type issues and the regulatory areas. Um, I think it was a great summary, in fact. Um, I think the biggest lesson that all domainers need to learn is take the money off the table while you've got it. Um, many people forget that, is that uh, I, I have a golden rule, is there's money on the table, take it off the table, make sure your family is nice and secure, then enjoy the ride. Um, and I think... People sometimes forget that and they get caught up in the euphoria of a burgeoning industry. When a downturn like we saw in 2008 hits, it, um, it knocks many of them for a six, as we'd say in Australia. Um, I think that in 2009, is, uh, what we're going to see is uh, more rationalization of major portfolios as investors do require a return on the investment or a rational or, um, uh, to realize their capital losses. Um, and I think that there's going to be a greater focus on profit rather than just revenue. Um, to date, there's been a great sort of focus on revenue. I think the increase in domain prices has caused people to say, okay, what are we in business for? Is it revenue or profit? And they've realized that profit is ultimately what you're there for. And uh, I, I think we're seeing that, and we saw that towards the end of last year, where large portfolio owners began to sort of say, well, uh, we need to sell down these domains that aren't um, making very much money at all per year, say from PPC, and they don't have any intrinsic brandable value in them. So we've seen quite a bit of that. 
I think that the other thing will occur is um, there'll be a great amount of um, interest in development once again. And uh, there'll be a lot of talk at all the different conferences and development and, and doing more and more development activities. Uh, but I think about, probably about 98% of development will fundamentally fail. Um, because many people get confused between developing a website or a domain and developing a business. Developing a business means you've got real customers, real products, real services, real staff, real HR problems, <laughs> real books you've got to manage and all that sort of stuff. And if you've got, say, 5,000 domains, then it's very hard to develop 5,000 businesses. Um, I think you'll get a focus where people may pick off um, two or three things that they may be passionate about. Uh, but I think it'll be difficult for them to develop um, thousands and thousands of businesses. And that's one of the issues where I've really struggled with development um, and how, whether there's a, a scalable way of developing. And I haven't seen one that seems to have worked as yet. But I think there'll be a lot of talk about that, and I think a lot of people will go down that road, and I think a lot of people will lose a lot of money. I think people like Elliot and everything like that have obviously really got their heads screwed on and knows exactly what they're about. They're going to make money. Um, but you uh, need to really approach it uh, like he does from a business perspective. Um, I think that a few other things is that will occur is that there'll be still um, increased pressure upon the Googles and Yahoos to um, produce positive quarterly earnings, um, and so they will be looking around for additional revenue to squeeze. Um, that will occur. Um, and so EPC prices will probably go down, uh, continue to decline um, into probably about, my estimation is about June. I think that uh, one of the interesting things is that this will drive the large portfolio owners into looking better ways of monetizing their domain. Um, and I guess it's where Park Logic sits. We deal with large portfolio owners and we do optimization. We develop spent the last few years developing processes and um, relationships and systems and everything purely for optimizing large portfolios of domains to extract the maximum amount of uh, value out of them and out of that traffic. And I think this has two, two sides to it. One is it's great for the domain because they'll be earning additional money. They won't be impacted by the decline, declines as much. But it's also great for the advertiser because the traffic is better matched to the advertising, the advertiser. Um, and so you get better results for all those um, uh, concerned. Yes, there'll be a lot of focus, I think, will occur on that. Um, yeah, so there's, there's some of my hit predictions. Um, uh, I think that PPC will be here for a, a long time coming. Um, there'll also be, one last one would be much greater focus on CCTLDs as a way of uh, reducing risk out of the, uh, the U.S. market. Um, there's a huge number of CCTLDs out there which generate a lot of revenue uh, for people, and Comnet.org is not just the only place to be. And I think there will become a greater and greater realization of that as a way of diversifying risk um, out of the Comnet.org market and also the different vagaries of the various political systems um, around the world. Thank you, Michael, for right, his good information. And, and last but not least, uh, we're going to ask uh, Elliot to kind of uh, wrap things up here. Uh, Elliot, what do you, you feel the important lessons in 2008 were for that domainers should learn from? 
And, and what pre- um, predictions do you want to make for 2009? Sure. Well, I agree with uh, much of what Mike and Michael's, Michael both said. Um, I really think probably the most important lesson that at least I've learned um, with the domain industry is that there's many, many different outside forces that are kind of coming against um, domain owners. Um, there are people overseas who are trying to steal our domain names. They're, they're hacking into email accounts and trying to overtake um, email uh, addresses and, and register our accounts to, to steal the domain names and then resell them. Um, and they're being much more brazen than they've ever been, in my opinion, um, going on forums, creating websites. Just That's, that's a really scary thing. Um, additionally, which is actually one of the reasons not sorry, sorry uh, for putting a plug in, but I'm sure you don't, don't mind it. Um, that's why with my premium names, I've got them all at Moniker with the MaxLock system. Um, additionally, I think that, as I said before, um, and as the other guy said, um, there are legal issues that are coming out um, just to going against the domain names, and they're getting much more serious. It's not just... Uh, it's not just a uh, EDRP you have to worry about anymore. They're, they're big-time lawsuits. Um, so with that said, um, one prediction, I think, um, unlike the online NIC lawsuit um, where Verizon was worth $33 million, um, with online NIC being in China, I believe, based out of China, um, I think that a, a major U.S. registrar is going to be hit with a, a big-time lawsuit, and I think it's going to get very ugly because... Um, I don't think there are enough adequate um, systems in place to prevent obvious trademark registrations, and I do think that there are a lot of um, trademark, obvious trademark registrations at some of the biggest registrars. Um, look around and see. I mean, it's difficult to police, but um, I don't think there are too many people that would have the right to use the name Microsoft in a domain name, so it might not be too difficult. It shouldn't be too difficult to um, put in some kind of filter that doesn't allow people uh, to register um, domain names that have obvious trademarks. Um, at th- this point, um, aside from that lawsuit, the, the $33 million lawsuit, I don't think there's ever been any incentive for the registrars to put in a filter because they've never really been challenged any um, any other time. So there was, no, there was no downside to allowing registrants to register their these trademark names because it didn't really impact them. But I think 2009 will see a major lawsuit. Um, Another lesson I think that we learned was that if you if you're uh, if you have a, some good domain names, um, parking them isn't necessarily the the 100% answer. Um, with park with PPC revenues going down, um, with a couple of UDRPs decided that based on non-use, um, the uh, the domain name is awarded to the complainant. Um, I think that we're gonna see. I think that we learned that just by parking it or not using a domain name isn't going to, um, isn't you saving your domain name or protecting your domain name. Um, so I think more people turn to development, and I think that one prediction I'm going to make is that by the end of 2009, less people will be developing because development isn't very easy. It's, uh, it's very difficult. Um, there's some great services out there that will develop your sites for you, like AEIOU and Site Graduate, um, to name two. Um, and then other services like Ypark, um, they're helping domainers develop their sites, but a lot of people like myself are spending time developing their websites. Um, if if I had uh, if I didn't have um, 
Burbank.com or Lowell.com or TropicalBirds.com, if I didn't have a premium domain name, um, it would be a struggle to develop and to, to generate revenue because it's hard work. Um, it's hard enough with the keyword names getting good Google search results to, um, to develop and to generate traffic. Now, I'm lucky that I've had the, the good success with my keyword domains, but if I had a second-tier name or a brandable name, it's that much harder to get results. And I think that there are a lot of people that are out there that, that see that development is important, but unless you have a really strong name or a really, really strong business plan, um, development's not easy. So I think, I think I've seen a lot of people turn to development in two, that the, towards the end, middle or the end of 2008. That's kind of been the buzzword um, for the, the year. Um, but it's tough. I mean, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of planning. Um, it takes a lot of time. So I really think that people are going to be focusing on um, developing less. However, I do think that there are going to be some platforms and some services out there um, or improvements on some platforms and services that will be out there that will help domainers um, develop and monetize their, their domain names and um, build websites. I think those are coming. Um, there's a big market for it. It's just a problem because it's tough to develop 2,000 different domain names because development, the key to development is unique content. And you can't just manufacture unique content that doesn't make sense and expect to get ranked in Google and, and drive traffic. It just doesn't work like that. Um, but I do think that there are going to be companies out there that will either improve um, their services to make them even more comprehensive um, or there will be some companies that are appearing and come on the scene to help domain owners out. Um, I think that's it for, for my predictions. Um, I'm just just spending most of my time working on my developed uh, websites and hand them and find advertisers um, and find some good domain names. I think there are going to be some good deals coming around. Cash flow is king. Um, people need to have cash to pay taxes. So even with huge losses in the stock market, um, you can only take a $3,000 um, deduction or whatever for your capital losses not an accountant, so don't quote me on that, but I think that a lot of people are losing um, a lot more value and a lot of revenue, and um, they're going to need to raise some capital to pay taxes um, based on domain sales earnings, so I think we're going to see some values coming on the market soon, but um, there's also less money to go around to actually buy those domain names, so basically when I buy these days, I'm buying to develop, um, and you typically will only spend money when I'm um, when I'm actually looking to build a website. So I think a lot of people are more conscious about what they buy. Well, I, think that's I appreciate it. Right. I appreciate it, Elliot. Um, I want to thank uh, all three of our bloggers, folks. You, you've heard from three of the most uh, well-known and highly respected uh, domain bloggers in the industry. I want to thank uh, Elliot Silver from ElliotBlogs.com, uh, Michael Gilmore from uh, WizBangsBlog.com, and uh, Michael Birkins from thedomains.com. Uh, uh, each of these gentlemen uh, is a wealth of uh, knowledge. You, you see them frequently at the industry trade shows. And uh, if you really want to get educated in, on the industry, uh, besides listening to uh, Domain Masters weekly on webmasterradio.fm, uh, I highly encourage you to uh, read uh, all three of their blogs uh, to get a real good feel for what's going on in, in the business today. Um, we're, we're going to go ahead and uh, end the show on, on this note. I invite you to come back uh, next week at the regular time of uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. 
uh, for Domain Masters, again, hosted on webmasterradio.fm. You can also pull it off from any of the uh, blogging sites. Uh, we'll have uh, people from the registries, from uh, trade show organizers and the newsmakers in the industry all coming together here on Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on uh, tonight's show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, come back next week to Domain Masters. Take care, guys.